0: From APM, this is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. So what's it really like to be a student in public school these days? Recently, a bunch of educators decided to find out.
1: I was really surprised by just how on you are at
0: all times. That's Ingrid Fournier. She's a sixth grade teacher at a public school in a suburb of Grand Rapids, Michigan. A few weeks ago, she put away her grade books and lesson plans and started her day by getting on a school bus and going through the entire school day as a fifth grader. It was part of the first national Shadow a Student Challenge. It's a new nationwide program where teachers, principals, and administrators shadow students in middle and high schools to learn what it's like to be a student and to use those lessons to become better educators. Mrs. Fournier's fifth grade guide for the day was a student named Noor Hamad. The two of them joined American Radio Works associate producer Ryan Katz on the podcast, to talk about what the day was like and what they both learned.
1: Noor, do you want to go first?
2: No, you can. I need to think about it.
1: Okay. All right, you'll listen to what I'm saying. Okay, so my name is Ingrid Fournier, and I teach sixth grade at Northern Trails in um, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I've been teaching for almost 20 years.
2: My name is Noor Hamad, and I go to Northern
3: Trails so first off, Miss Fournier, why did you want to shadow a student?
1: I have a daughter who is a junior at the high school, and I thought, let me try it to walk in the shoes of of a student and see what it really is like. Uh, and wow, I'm really glad I did. It was quite eye-opening.
3: <laughs> what were you expecting the day to be like?
1: I was expecting to be sitting a lot and getting a lot of information. My husband calls it sit and get. I thought I was just going to be being in my desk and listening. And that was not the case at all.
3: So you started your day together on the bus. Uh, why did you want to ride the bus together and w- what was that like? I don't know that Noor wanted me riding with her, but I was a little more energetic than everybody else. At 8 o'clock in the
1: morning, I think. Is that true, Nora? You, I thought you guys were pretty quiet on the bus. It's because you were there. They want to be like, I am so responsible. <laughs> well, I had a blast, though, because we were playing, like, um, do you remember we played that where you guys, when we were taking pictures and the rainbow was coming out of my mouth and...
2: Oh, you mean Snapchat? You never heard of that?
3: <laughs> so, so Noor, what what classes do you take in the morning? What was sort of the, the morning like for both of you?
2: Like, my first, first, first class is language arts. And then comes math, social studies, then science.
1: Like, so we started out in one class. And then we went out, we went to math to a totally different class. That was about a half hour. Then we went out to recess for 15 minutes. Then we came back in for reading. And so what to me was happening was we were constantly, like, moving and switching gears. And so it just felt like there was so much rich information that I just couldn't even keep it all in my head. Nora, do you feel that way?
2: Like they put like too much pressure, cause they go way 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 too fast, and I really can't not catch up to them. California. Yeah. Say what you did in the gym.
1: Yeah, gym class was treacherous, and um, so we had to do planks, but we stayed in plank position, and then you had to like lift up your right arm at the same time that you're lifting up your left leg and I thought he was kidding and he wasn't and I looked around and every child was doing this. And
3: Mrs. Fournier, what were your energy levels like at the end of the day?
1: Well, I did spend a lot of time thinking about snack and food um, and water and uh, I could tell that it ebbed and flowed. Like I started the morning all ready to go and then I started getting really tired before lunch, um, but I could tell I was getting tired, and then, after lunch I could feel that I was getting tired. there was no downtime. I was really surprised about that that like as a teacher, we get prep, you know, so we get about a thirty minute block at some point during the day, I guess I didn't realize how important that is to me and to humans, and there was none of that. And so I was really surprised by just how on you are at all times.
3: Nor do you do you think that's true? Like, do you think there need to be more breaks for you guys during the school day?
2: Sometimes, because sometimes on the schedule and
1: regular day,
2: yeah, I need breaks.
1: Yeah, the story that keeps in it sizzled in my brain is that three of my own students, my sixth graders, came out at the end of the day. As I was standing by the doors waiting for parent pickup for my husband to pick me up, and uh, and they're like, "How's it go?" And I said, "My brain is fried." And they all looked at me, and I said, "I didn't say that right, did I?" And they started giggling. And I said, "I meant to say my brain is bride. And then they kept, they just all started giggling, and one of them said, "You mean your brain is fried?" And I was like. Yes. And at that point, I was just staring out at the green grass, like I couldn't even make eye contact with them. And then one of my girls said, well, welcome to our world.
3: Yeah. How have you specifically changed your teaching since you shadowed Noor?
1: Homework was a big issue for me because I could not have even envisioned going home and doing homework. I've coached field hockey lacrosse, so I get that We ask these kids to go to a sport, sporting something, or they're playing an instrument, or they're doing dance, or they're not, a lot of the kids aren't even going home and just crashing on the couch or playing video games. They're actually doing other stuff, and then to have to do homework on top of that. So I have literally, Nora, you'll be proud of me, I think, from the day I did shadow a student, I have hardly sent any homework home. Like the homework is reading. And then the other thing is we do recess, uh, like an extra ten minutes of recess because I found that when I was playing with Noor and the other girls, there was so much good that was had. like we laughed. Noor when they blew the whistle, I myself was like, No Like I wasn't ready to go in and we just didn't have enough of it. So I do I you can ask my own students, oh yes. <laughs> A little bit more recess, because now I get why that is so important to them.
3: Yeah. What do you think needs to change more broadly in education as a result of this experience?
1: Um, One of the big takeaways, too, was how disjointed everything was. Everything was so rich. But here, a persuasive essay, like we started out, we were writing about a chipmunk, and it was a great lesson, and the the persuasive essay was a great lesson, and learning about slavery was a great lesson, and doing presentation about dissolved oxygen, it's all important, but I was like, gosh, how can we tie it together so that we're working more on something that it's just not so disjointed.
3: Nor, what do you think all teachers should know about what it's like to, to be a student?
2: That it's really hard because if you're like you're at your ancestor or something studying, like my house, it's kind of pretty loud, so you can't really study that good.
0: What
3: was it like to have Mrs. Fournier sort of tag along with you?
2: Um, kind of awkward. <laughs>
3: Oh, tell me more.
2: Because people keep on asking me why she's calling
1: you. You had to do a lot of explaining to me. Yeah, so she did have to do a lot of... Like, you guys were laughing at me on the bus already, like, before we even got to school. You were already like, oh, my gosh, with that whole it was Snapchat, that you were like, no, you have to hold your face there. Just hold your face, like... So it was a lot of a day of, you know, this old lady following around and her having to get me to speak in 10- and 11-year-old language, <laughs> language.
3: The point of the day has been to build empathy between teachers and students and administrators. And I'm wondering what you keep coming back to in your head sort of as you think about it, if you do think about it.
1: For me, yeah. I, I think about it every single day. You know, I have 52 kids total between the two teams. So I'm not grading. I've 50 homework sheets that I was grading all year and have been grading for years. And so I can feel that I'm planning my lessons more. But I guess I would say just focusing on the fact that this was fifth and sixth. And the reason I was tired was because we were moving so much and, and out of our seats so much as opposed to the high school where it was you know, they were sitting so much, for some of them. Nor, what would you rank it on a scale of one to ten? Ten being the best experience of your life. One being, please don't ever make me do this again.
2: Nine. And and
1: nine, why?
2: People keep on asking me, why is she following you? Why is she following you? I think like a hundred people ask
1: me. <laughs> so you 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 took a point off for having to explain to people. But otherwise, you enjoyed yeah. making yeah, me too. I rank you to ten.
3: All right. Well, thank you so much for for joining me for this conversation and and taking the time.
2: Thank you. Wait, can I say something? Hi, mom. Do
3: you have anyone else to say hi to?
2: Oh, I have plenty. <laughs> Alexis, fantastic. Aaron, Victoria.
0: Noor Hamad is a fifth grade student at Northern Trails Five Six School near Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ingrid Fournier is a sixth-grade teacher there as well. They joined American Radio Works associate producer Ryan Katz. You can find more information about the Shadowing a Student Challenge at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. There you can also listen to an archive of more than 100 documentary projects. We're also working on two other documentaries that come out in May, one about sex trafficking in the United States and one about water and climate change around the world. You'll be able to hear those programs on this podcast. We'd love to hear what you think about what you heard today. Leave us a review on iTunes or let us know at AmericanRadioWorks.org. You can click on the About page and scroll down to share your impact story. We are on Facebook at American.RadioWorks, and you can tweet us at AMRadioWorks. Support for American RadioWorks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the Spencer Foundation, and Lumina Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.